time to meet another candidate for the Los Angeles Unified School District, uh, District 1. Um, as I keep saying, because I know we are trying to get ready to do this thing, um, all of our election information is available at KBLA1580.com. Uh, and you can... Listen to the podcast. Anything you've missed, there's quite a few of them up there, and there's more to come. Tomorrow we will be hearing from candidates uh, for District 8 and District 10, um, and uh, we've got a. Now I'm not talking. Now I'm not talking school board. I'm talking about the Los Angeles City Council. Uh, we have an interview coming up this week with Katie Porter, as we have already spoken with Adam Schiff um, and. Deborah Lee, who are running for senator, haven't talked with Steve Garvey, although we have put the invitation out. Pivoting back, though, to L.A. Unified School District, District 1, the seat that has been occupied for quite a long time by the iconic uh, George McKenna, uh, the uh, candidate who is joining us right now is a founder of something called One Entertainment. He was born and raised in L.A., he says he's a product of the L.A. Unified School District. He graduated with honors. He played, uh, he lettered in four sports and uh, went to Cerritos College, Azusa Pacific University. He was a regional business review specialist who uh, went on to work um, in the L.A. USD um, and uh, he now joins us to tell us about himself and his candidacy. John Brassfield, welcome. Pleasure, pleasure. Thank you for the um, the introduction. I appreciate you, Dominique. Absolutely. Um, have, Go ahead. I'm just I'm just blessed to have the opportunity to to speak with you this morning, and blessed to continue to develop and be a beacon to talk for the youth and to work with everybody that I work with in the past and whoever I work with in the future. I look forward to it. Um, you're, you know, obviously you have a sports background. Um, but you have also worked in education. Um, tell me about, you know, how that sports uh, passion and experience um, comes to play as a school board uh, member. So um, by having a sports background, uh, I feel like the sports basically connect. I feel like everything is a sport, right? So when you look at sports in life and you and you can break everything down and you understand the dynamics of sports, it makes you a more rounded person because it teaches teamwork, it teaches coming together, it teaches a common goal, right? And the foundations and the principle of what is instilled, right, is all on the coach. So if you have a coach that talks about um, the right principles, like one example I, I like to use is somebody – I went to USC, right, um, and I graduated with my master's recently, but um, John Wooden, right? I love John Wooden. He went to UCLA. So John Wooden has his pillars, right? And everybody has the pillars of the pyramid that you follow. But each coach has their own template, right? So a, a multiple coaches have their own template, and you have to follow that, right, in order to get along, in order to achieve in life, in order to have great purposes. So I feel like a sports background is, is great because – when you lose, you learn how to come back again and practice the next day. When you win, you learn how to come back again and practice the next day. And then you learn how to congratulate somebody. You know how to show respect. It's a whole different kind of dynamic. Understood. So you, um, I'm rushing you a little because I want to make sure you touch on your points here. 
you went uh, to work for special education uh, following your sort of work as a regional business review specialist for restaurant.com. What did you, what uh, were you doing with special education? You said that is your passion in some, in some uh, measure along with sports. Um, so the reason why special, uh, I even went into education is because I worked in uh, the special Olympics and um, I was going through a time. Um, sometimes you play, sometimes you don't play sports. It, it, it goes through that. It's cooked. But what I learned from special education is, is that, People just cared about competing. So when you're in that moment, you got to take the moment all in, right? So just competing becomes the thing, right? Some people don't don't understand what they have until they don't have it no more. So the most fun you have is, okay, when you practice with your teammates. You had a game when everybody sees you, that's fun. But when you have your teammates with you, when your parents come to practice or when those little small things, and they made me realize that, and we broke bread together, and it was a whole different kind of feeling by seeing that. So when I was talking about sports, it's because it, some people want to win at all costs, right? And some people just want to compete. And when you compete, the best always comes out. But when that when it all costs mindset, it's not what sports is about. So that's what I was talking about. And then um, special education, I have 15 years with the district in special education. I worked as a, a baseline. I worked as a one-on-one. Baseline is basically I took care of a classroom. That was my assignment, then a one-on-one, and then also a resource specialist. So basically I I make sure kids that have a harder time on campus are, are being heard or being connected or being accepted, and I make sure everything is, is okay and inclusion is basically I mean, they're getting a fair shake and a fair place to say and talk to everybody. Um. What do you um, what do you think is needed right now in the Los Angeles Unified School District? Your your bio says you're very pro UTLA. Um, what do you think is the top priority for our children at this point? So the top priority for our students at this point is is to to change the way that we give the information because the information is still pertinent the same information it's going to be more words we create it's going to be more information it's going to be more but the information that we we're giving is pertinent and, and it's amazing and it's fantastic but the thing is is how are we delivering it so now how can we deliver the message for for our new generation can understand it because the same things that worked 20 years ago or 30 years ago are not going to work in this time with technology changing with the information coming so fast right we have this new um chat GP, GPT, I believe, right? AI technology. Um, students w- will take advantage of that, right? But if they take advantage of it the wrong way, they're not going to learn anything, right? So my thing is, is that we have to be on top of what we're teaching, and we have to make sure that everybody is getting the right information. But then also, we have a career preparation. We have people work with their hands. Some people like working with their hands. Some people don't want to be on the screens. And then also. Um, over sensibilization, because when you're on a computer too long, you have to take time away from it, right? So my thing is we have to make sure we're connecting and breaking everything down. So it's a lot. It's really important that we um, have more counselors in place. And, it's, and, it's, it, and I can give you a bunch of things, but my main thing, I would say what the district needs right now is uh, infrastructure to take care of the technology that we're having and how we can get the information to parents and the students and to the other constituents in the city, and then also have the support with the counselors and the health professionals 
and also um, some community activists, community leaders. Um, but they need to be engaged, and also neighborhood council is going to be a big part in the future. It's already a big part now, but a bigger part. How do you feel about um, police on campus? So police on campus for me is 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 it's like it's two sides, right? So I look at both sides. Um, I see the benefit of police on campus. I see the the not so beneficial part. Uh, when things like when people get into it, you got big bodies. You don't know how to deal with those things. That's um, that becomes the issue, right? So my my thing is is that I don't have no problem with police on campus because I grew up with police on campus myself, right? And I didn't have no problem with them, right? Um, I talked to the officers. One of the uh, officers looked out for me, and so I grew up like that. But um, some of my friends don't have that same experience that I watched, right? Um, that they came from a different kind of track, right? So, and they didn't talk to the officers like I talked to the officers all the time and, and said, what's up? And, and like, like, cause I really go and say, Hey, what's up? How you doing now, sir? Or talk, and, and some people don't do that. They don't have that kind of relationship. So when people try to typecast or people feel fearful, cause now you don't, you don't, we don't worry about that in elementary. We don't really worry about typically in middle school, you see it every time, but in high school, big bodies, people get kind of intimidated sometimes because they don't want to engage with the students. I coach, so I never really have that issue in 27 years. Um, only seen three fights on campus. Me personally, and, my, and I broke and I broke one of them up, and the other one really didn't wasn't really a fight, but they pushing and shoving, they had to call it a fight, I guess. Um, so only two times, two fights in 27 years with two punches thrown. I'm being real, um, and so what I'm saying is, I never had to use the police to break up a fight or or tell them to calm down, or even with parents, right? So my thing is is that getting people to be um, self-sufficient by using distributive leadership, right? And those principles are going to be taught by this, um, like having diffusing situations and de-escalating situations. And a lot of people are not trained in that. And every culture is different, right? Right. But so, at some point you got to vote up or down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh. Have them on yeah. campus or don't have them on campus. Oh, yeah. So, so in middle school campuses right now, they have a, they have an officer on campus. In middle schools, they have one officer that I'm aware of. And on uh, high school campuses, they have uh, multiple officers that rotate, right? Uh, and that right there for me um, is I'm, uh, it's okay because for me, literally the, the the high school that I worked at, which is Hamilton High School, I worked there um, a few years ago. The officer that works there, everybody liked them. It was, it and was what good. about the Black um, Student Achievement um, Plan? Where do you fall on that? Um, I, I fall on it. I, I, I'm happy it's starting right now. I wish it would have started 20 years ago, <laughs> um, but <laughs> you know what I mean. So I'm like, I'm 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 at with it. I'm happy. I'm happy it started. It started four years ago, uh, and that's good. And I'm excited for it. Right? Okay, I I, uh, I want to make sure I give you a chance uh, here because we're we're almost out of time. Um, so John Brassfield, give me your one minute pitch. Why should we vote for you for LA USD District One? Uh, you should vote for me because I'm going to get things done. I'm going to figure out a way regardless of anything. I don't really take no for an answer when it comes down to getting certain things. If somebody tells me no, I figure out a way around it to get what I need to get done. Um, the students are what the only reason why I'm doing this anyway. This is this position is a lot of stress, and if it wasn't for the student, I mean, like like this is not like a a thing for me to do something. It's just for me because I want to stand up for my students. I want to make sure they're getting what they need. Um, I know a bunch of information. The way I think is a little different dynamic, and I've been through a lot of different experiences. I worked in a lot of different um, facets in life, and I have a lot of different life experiences than a lot of different people. 
I'm unlike any other candidate the district has ever had, I believe, okay. when I did my research. So that's it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. It's John Aaron Brassfield for the community.com, right? John Aaron Brassfield for the community.com. Mm-hmm, that is correct. All right. Well, thank you for checking in with us. It's a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much, Dominique. We've got more candidates, more information. Uh, we are, in fact, your election information station, KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud. loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580.